Podcast Movement Sessions is sponsored by Storyblocks. For more information, visit storyblocks.com slash podcast movement. Coming to Podcast Movement is incredibly inspiring. I think this whole experience for me has been a blessing. Podcast Movement is doing a great job of bringing us together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Podcast Movement Sessions. My name is Ted Woods, and I'm so happy that you're joining us yet again as we look back at our amazing experiences at Podcast Movement 2019. I mentioned this in our season premiere, but for those of you joining us for the first time, thanks for that, by the way. In previous seasons, we've taken a more macro approach to the show, looking at the overall picture of Podcast Movement, including the big events that took place, speaking with folks involved, etc. In season four, through interviews I conducted on-site in Orlando and audio pulled directly from the podcast movement stage, we're taking an up-close look at the society, culture, and advocacy track at PM19. For episode two, we're focusing specifically on the badass female creators involved with the SCA track, including Allison Marino, CEO of Lipstick and Vinyl, a unique podcast company founded as a space for female creators to get their stories out. Podcasting can have an impact on people in a really real way. I think people like people that sound like them. Nobody else would pay me to do what I wanted to do. So now I'm not being paid and (laughs) doing it on my own. (laughs) Later, we'll shine our podcast movement session spotlight on PM19's Dominating the Industry, female leaders behind the scenes panel. What is it about the podcasting space that makes this a fertile place for women? Featuring conversations with panelists, including moderator E.B. Moss. It was really interesting to talk to millennial women who are very, very conscious about being intentional. And Tenderfoot TV producers Christina Dana and Meredith Stedman. This isn't the first time I've ever done a panel that was just women in podcasting, so that was really cool. The title sponsor for PM19's Society, Culture, and Advocacy track was Lipstick and Vinyl, an all-female-owned and operated podcast network based in Los Angeles, and I had the privilege of sitting down with founder and CEO, Allison Marino. I'm Allison Marino, and I am the founder of the podcast network Lipstick and Vinyl. Allison, like me, started her career in broadcasting, radio sales to be more specific. I asked her about the path she took that led her into the podcasting business, which she admitted was fairly slow going back in 2014. My podcast career started in 2014 and it was at mid-roll. So I was there for the year uh, up until they were acquired by Scripps. So I learned a ton there. It was hard. If I thought network radio was hard to sell, podcasts at that time before Serial were really hard. Because yeah, you have to even explain what a podcast is to an advertiser, I imagine, in 2014. Absolutely. And the big agencies, you know, I would call and say, hi, this is Allison from a podcast advertising network. Don't hang up. <laughs> because, you know, they're like, okay, when you have third party measurement and when you have any name I can recognize, call me back. We ended up dealing with lots of startup companies and entrepreneurs, which was cool because you got to learn about all the different cool things that people are doing. They tried podcasts out and then direct response advertisers um, in a big way. Given that Allison has been selling podcast advertising for half a decade, I asked her about shifts she's seen in the mindset of buyers, as well as how podcast audiences 
have developed over time. I would love to hear your perspective on the industry in general, like how you've seen a societal shift in listenership maybe, or and specifically, again, because you come from advertising, agencies understanding what a podcast is as opposed to having to call them and be like, so you get your iPod, you get your laptop, you plug them in. So, so tell me about the societal shift, maybe most, most notable societal shift that you've seen, you think, in your experience. Well, from an advertising perspective, it's starting to become a media that is taken more seriously because there's a bigger mass audience. It's becoming more of a mass media. Big national advertisers like Coke and Toyota, they don't have the time for a medium that you know just reaches a small, tiny slice of consumers. So that's definitely, from an advertising perspective, uh, we're becoming more legitimate. And from a societal perspective, there are some really good stories about people, you know, being released from prison or getting a new trial because of a podcast and the influence that it had or the story that it unearthed. And so that's really exciting that podcasting can have an impact on people in a really real way. As CEO and founder of Lipstick and Vinyl, Allison wears a lot of hats. And one of those hats is in recruiting talent for the network. So I asked her about creating a space for underrepresented voices, especially female voices, to be heard. One statistic that I think is really incredible is that while women are 51% of the population in the United States in the past 30 years, no more than one third of the top positions at major news organizations have been held by women. To me, that's fascinating because when you think of all the cultural implications, who decides what news is and then how to tell the story, we're getting predominantly one lens. And so in order for any change to happen, we need to have better representation for the people that live in our society. As a quote unquote entrepreneur myself, i.e. freelance podcast producer and host, I'm always intrigued by stories of individuals going out on a limb and starting their own business. So I absolutely needed to ask Allison about the process she went through in founding podcast network, Lipstick and Vinyl. What was the impetus to start your own company? You just decided you were tired of hearing what other people had to say. You're like, I got a lot to say and I know what to do. So let's go. boss. Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) I started the company because I always was a in the sales part of the business and I got frustrated with having no say in what the content that I was selling was. And it just so happened, nothing against white dudes, but I just happened to work for, in the media business, um, white dudes that didn't value what I had to say. And they would, you know, they expected me to stay in my lane. Those were the words and just be a salesperson. You know, that's your job. Focus on that. When I really had more of an interest in being able to support the type of content by selling advertising and making the creator money in you know a bigger variety of programs or for programs really that featured and were hosted by people that sound like me. I think people like people that sound like them. So I started my own company to, nobody else would pay me to do what I wanted to do. So now I'm not being paid and <laughs> doing it on my own. <laughs> well, listen, Allison, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we appreciate you and we appreciate all the work that you're doing. I just want you to know that I think it's really powerful stuff and I just wish you guys all the success and I hope that this podcast helps put you guys over a little bit even if that I don't know anyways thank you that, that's what I'm that is to say. so so nice uh, you are incredibly empathetic and I appreciate you asking me to do this and uh, I wish you the same success thank you very much <laughs> even though you're a white guy <laughs> yeah I know sorry okay <laughs> 
We'll head to the PM19 stage as our discussion of female empowerment in podcasting returns right after this. Podcast Movement Sessions is sponsored by Storyblocks. If you've ever been in need of a quick soundbite, B-roll clip, template, or graphic, you gotta check out Storyblocks. All the music and sound effects you're hearing in this show came directly from Storyblocks. I've been producing podcasts for several years now, and oftentimes, finding that perfect music clip or sound effect can be really tough, especially when you're on a budget. Clients will come back with feedback that changes major aspects of a show. We don't always have time to go back in the studio to re-record a needed piece of music or SFX. Now that's where Storyblocks comes in. Whether working on a podcast or a video series of any size, you'll immediately have access to an unlimited library over 1 million assets strong. Over a million assets, anything from Storyblock's massive library of high-quality footage, After Effects templates, music, illustrations, and sound effects is yours to download with their unlimited all-access plan. Use your downloaded content anywhere, including on YouTube. All content is royalty-free for commercial and personal use. Stay on budget while telling the best version of your story with flexible subscription plans that scale to meet your needs. And best of all, Storyblocks is always adding new content and making regular product updates to give you the best experience possible. To learn more, head to storyblocks.com slash podcast movement. That's storyblocks.com slash podcast movement. I'm Meredith Stedman, and I'm a producer at Tenderfoot TV. I'm Christina Dana. I'm also a producer at Tenderfoot TV. Favorite part of podcast movement. It's been a great opportunity for me to sort of learn and observe and not have to be like on guard very much, but rather like take in information, which I think is great. I've had a really great time. I listened to a great talk about microphones, which was fantastic. And I know so much more about how microphones work. And I just probably wouldn't have been able to get that information on my own. I think coming to podcast movement is incredibly inspiring because I feel like re-energized being around all other, you know, professionals in the space and like hearing what they do and gets my, you know, wheels turning. And I think that's my favorite thing about it. It seems like every year there's just like more interesting people and more interesting panels. And so like, that's a really awesome thing. I'm really excited for next year. Hi, I'm E.B. Moss. I'm the head of content strategy for Media Village, which is a digital publication of thought leadership all about the media marketing and advertising industry. Favorite part of the conference so far this year, I'm curious. There were a lot of people who gave meat instead of speak, and I learned a lot of things. You know, Jay Green at Cadence 13 talked about how they are using ads that are storytelling and sequential. I learned about the challenge of discoverability from uh, Nielsen. I loved uh, Tom Webster's point about how you have to be everywhere as a podcaster, live everywhere, and love everywhere. So there were great takeaways from this show at the panels. And again, I like the free t-shirts too. (laughs) I have to be honest. (laughs) Hey, it's Ted. I want to pivot now and shine our podcast movement sessions spotlight on an amazing panel that went down on the society, culture, and advocacy stage titled Dominating the Industry, Female Leaders Behind the Scenes. Now, you just heard from a few of the panelists, including moderator E.B. Moss and Tenderfoot TV producers Meredith Stedman and Christina Dana. 
I asked Meredith and Christina how the panel came together. So our production company, Tenderfoot TV, that made it sound like we own it. We do not. We kind of put this in motion. We wanted to talk with other women about being in podcasting and what that's like. And I've actually done a few panels and I've never done a panel with only women. This isn't the first time I've ever done a panel that was just women in podcasting. So that was really cool. I'm not really sure who ended up doing it, but they put all the pieces together and got EB and Aaliyah and Ariana. What is it about the podcasting space that makes this a fertile place for women? That again was EB Moss, head of content strategy for Media Village. Uh, Let's start with Ariana. Oh, I think any media space is a fertile space for women. That's a good answer. I love that. (laughs) That is Ariana Nettleman, chief creative officer, executive producer, and co-founder of Not Sorry Productions. I mean, there's something about the democracy of podcasting and where we are, where like three people who don't have any podcasting background, such as my team, can start a show um, and find an audience and start building from scratch where you don't have to interview with men to get in the door, that you can make your own door and walk through it. Um, I think that means that there are a lot more opportunities that you can create for yourself. I also think women value intimacy, and this is an incredibly intimate medium. That's Aaliyah Tavakolian, co-founder of Spoke Media. I know that's something I I really value, and I I value the intimacy of the audio space. And here's what Tenderfoot TV producer Meredith Stedman had to say about what makes podcasting a fertile space for female creators. The great thing about the podcast space is that it's so new. I think because of that, there's like not a lot of that red tape that Mm -hmm. film and TV has inherited over time. And so no matter who you are, I think it's a little easier to get your foot in the door, create your own doorway. And then I think that I've kind of just gone into it. And at first I was nervous. And now I'm like, oh, there's so many different kinds of listeners out there. There's something for everyone. Everyone's looking for something for that intimate connection. And so luckily I, I haven't really felt like I've, I've had to put on those shoes and be someone else. Like I felt like I could just, you know, do it as myself. That's happy news. And, you know, as the senior statesman here, it really actually warms my heart to hear younger women who have that safer space and didn't have to jump over as many hurdles as, you know, my peers had to. So, yay. That again, moderator E.B. Moss from Media Village. When I sat with her backstage at Podcast Movement 2019, here's what E.B. had to say about assembling this incredible panel of powerful women. It was really an honor to be among them. There were four powerful women, as you said. Each of them had a unique point of view, and it was really interesting to talk to millennial women who were very, very conscious about being intentional in the space, about good hiring and diverse hiring and storylines that both appeal to and reflect a female point of view. Ariana, as an executive and Aaliyah as a co-founder, what's your composition of male-to-female employees? And how do you hire? Intentionally. You hire intentionally. <laughs> That's a good answer. Um, you, you are unafraid to be uncomfortable and say something like, I'm not going to hire that person because they're a straight white man. And that's not what we need. 
And I think to effectively have gender equality or any kind of equality in the workplace, you have to take risks and you have to maybe hire somebody who doesn't appear to be as qualified as a straight white man who is on the docket. And you have to say yes to the person who is right for your culture and you have to put your money where your mouth is. Here again is E.B. Moss, head of content strategy for Media Village. Overall in the podcasting space, it's great to see more women who are at the helm and who are being reflected in content. Our work is still ahead of us. At Media Village, we have a whole section called Advancing Diversity, and we write about the impact of diverse hiring and diverse voices in the industry. So we do know how important it is. We also support young people coming up in the industry and people of color. So we honor and respect all aspects of that. And in all of our journalistic reporting, we hear over and over from media companies that they can't do their job without having diverse voices because you're just not getting the creative power. So to create a space that reflects inclusive representation makes it a place that will attract more employees and ultimately helps the bottom line of any content company, let alone a good corporate citizen in in the world. Something that's important in life as well as career is finding a positive mentor who can guide you along in your journey. And I asked Meredith and Christina from Tenderfoot TV about their experience finding female mentors in the media world. So I sincerely wish I had more female mentors. Christina and I have only worked together for like a year and we're the only two women at our company. It's so small. It's only six people really. It would be nice to have more of those people, but the ones that I have had in my life have really been huge for me because they always remind me like remember to speak up and like Sometimes I will feel like I'll get lost in the mix. And those are the kind of women that make me remember that I do have a unique perspective to share. And so I'd love for our company to grow in that way and have more women around. To give Meredith a quick shout out, we were talking about this last night, but she immediately taught me how to make podcasts when I came in. She like sat me down and she was like, here are your shortcuts and audition. Here's how you like set up a Zoom mic. And so like, In the podcast space, Meredith has given me such a gift of sharing this knowledge and sort of, I think in media often there's a lot of competitiveness and that's just not something that our company fosters really. That company, Tenderfoot TV, having produced shows like Up and Vanish and Atlanta Monster, among others, clearly has an ear for great true crime podcasts. So I wasn't surprised when moderator E.B. Moss posed the following statistics and question directly to Meredith and Christina regarding true crime. According to Nielsen, the audience makeup of true crime listeners is about 58% women. And considering that women are about 46% of monthly consumers, according to Edison, you can see that that's a big percentage of the listening audience to that genre. So it's the fifth most popular out of Apple's 18 identified genres. Meredith, why? It's interesting because, you know, the podcast audience at large is skewed male that our audience, and we so strongly feel it, is largely female. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about why that is. And I think there is something, like, as a woman, I was like, okay, why did was I drawn to these podcasts in the first place? I do love the puzzle of it. I do want 
justice for the victim and the victim's family. And I think there's a degree of seeing yourself in the victim. A lot of these victims are women. Like, I would say 90% of the podcasts I've listened to on true crime have female victims. And there's something about, like, how did this happen? Like, I'm so deeply disturbed by it. And, like, I want to know all the details because I feel like it could affect me. And I think there's something like that in the listeners. And I see we have a lot of really strong listener engagement. And I think that's because so many people are very passionate. They get very attached to the victims and the victims' families. And they really want to know all the details. Uh, I really want to thank everybody. Thank you very much, Aaliyah, Meredith, Christine. Did I get that right? Oh, my God, Christina. <laughs> Screw it up again. <laughs> Happens all the time. And Ariana. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thanks thank everybody you so much. for being here. Thank you. Earlier this episode, we spoke with Allison Marino, founder and CEO of podcast network Lipstick and Vinyl, the presenting sponsor of our society, culture, and advocacy track at PM19. Allison's expertise and background is in sales and marketing. So when she's got new talent coming on board with her network, she turns to our next guest for all things creative and production, Avant House Media founder, Christina Barsi. I'm Christina Barsi from Avant House Media. So you're a podcast producer. How did you get into that? Well, thinking of how to make this story short. So I started... Give me the long version. <laughs> Come on. It's a podcast. There's no time constraints. Oh, right, right, right. We can talk No, actually, I do want the short version. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back in 2013. <laughs> Once upon a time... I was born. No, okay. So I, I will do a quick 2013 start, though, because that's when I made my first podcast, and it was a sci-fi narrative, and I got real lucky. I had a whole team that just was like, yeah, we'll do everything. I was like, okay, great. So all I had to do was focus on the creative, which is what I wanted to do at that time. I wasn't interested in the technical. But then um, I made a film about that process, and they gave me an opportunity to do it live at one of these festivals to do the actual podcast live before we screened my, my film, but I couldn't bring any of my tech with me. So I had to learn everything in two weeks. So I learned how to put a soundboard together, I learned how to take it with me, I learned how to edit, and I actually created music for it too somehow. I'm not a musician. <laughs> and just threw it all together and then brought a couple of actors with me and we flew out to Utah and we did it. And I was like, if I can learn all this in two weeks, I can probably do a lot more. And so I decided to start a business like a month later. <laughs> and that's how it started. Now, as I said earlier in the show, the entrepreneurial journey has been at the forefront of my mind lately. So, mildly selfishly, I asked Barcy about developing her production company, Avant House Media. Tell me about Avant House Media. It's your company, right? Yeah. So, we just rebranded. It's basically a service-run company at the moment that has podcast production and consulting. And I added plus inspiration because that's the area that I want to lean into a lot more having a, a coaching background, a, a creativity coaching background. I feel like I'd love to leverage that into my experiences with clients and also offering opportunities digitally for people to tap into a creative experience, the process, really understanding what that process looks like outside of the technical. That's really interesting. And then so you offer full service production so like yeah. stem to stern like literally yep. from conception to publication yeah and, I, and my favorite part is helping conceive the idea so oftentimes people are like okay this thing happened and I want to make it into something 
but they don't really know how to do that yet. That's my favorite part. I love to show people how they can make something into a thing. Given her role as the head of a podcast production company and her history in the entertainment business, I asked Barcy about her perspective on the emerging podcasting industry and its treatment of females thus far. I mean, I think I've felt this throughout my experience in entertainment in general. There's a lot of pigeonholing. There's a lot of assumptions made. There's a lot of, oh, I didn't realize you were the producer. I just assumed you were doing nothing. Yeah, getting coffee for us. Or maybe your hair yeah. and makeup. Oh, right. Right. Or something else, some other position. I'm like, no, you're on the set I just purchased. Can you get off it now? Why are you here? Like, it's just an interesting thing that's always come up. Yeah. And so here, again, very male dominant and honestly, very male white dominant. I think that's why we wanted to build something that would champion what's missing. So it's like taking a look around and going, well, what's missing? We're not hearing everyone's voice here. And we have an opportunity where we can really champion that. It's a new media and there's nobody in the way except ourselves, which is why I wanted to bring that to this conference. Because I want people to know that there isn't anyone standing in your way. And if there is, it's probably yourself. But we do need your voice. We need everyone's voice to get a clear picture of what actual society looks like. It doesn't look like all white men. That's not the reality. So I want, as a human being and as a creator, I want to see my reality reflected back at me. That's what I want. And I want everyone to feel that and have that opportunity, including the white guys. I want I want white guys like you and white women like me to be able to see what the world really looks like. Not just the people with the voices and the power have trickled down for us to receive. Tell me about your show, which is Be Bold Begin. Tell me about this podcast. Be Bold Begin. I want people to feel inspired to get started. Sometimes you just need to start doing a thing, which is why it's titled the way it's titled. And it's basically short episodes that are under 10 minutes usually that are designed to offer you a quick creative tool or an unblock some if you're feeling like overwhelmed, for example, which is extremely common or procrastination or things that come up when you're walking through a process, whether it be creative or well, it's all creative from my perspective. But whether you identify as an artist or not, you are going through a process if you are making something. So things come up that get in the way, and it's usually things that are generated by ourselves. So creative tools and things you can take with you, exercises. There's also a couple episodes that are guided meditations, too. It's meant to be very actionable. So there's no more excuses. You want to start eliminating those reasons to to not do a thing. When we are scared or in a place of fear, which is very, very, very common, it comes up all the time. It's part of being a human being. It doesn't necessarily go away. You just learn how to work with it. So if you have all the tools to work with it, then you don't have any excuses anymore to stand in your own way. Well, that's beautiful. Let's go ahead and end there on that note. Barcy, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you for this opportunity. Next time on Podcast Movement Sessions. I love the podcasting community. It does feel like a community. What's been really interesting about this podcast community is that there really seems to be an affinity, a kinship there. The power of our podcasting community. The podcast community is very open and always willing to learn and share and collaborate, which I think is so fun. Plus, we'll shine our Podcast Movement Session spotlight on veteran podcaster and co-founder of the She Podcasts community, the incredible Elsie Escobar. When it comes to the way that 
we behave towards one another as a community and the way that we speak towards each other. Historically, it's been very kind, very open, very supportive. Make sure to subscribe to Podcast Movement Sessions right now, wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes are coming your way every Friday. And if you like what we're doing, if you're interested in the stories that we're trying to tell this season, I would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and write us a short review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening so that we can get the word out about this show to as many people as possible. You know what? Why not grab your friend's phone, open up their podcasting app, search for podcast movement sessions, and hit the subscribe button for them. Just do it. Why not? Couldn't hurt, right? Find Podcast Movement everywhere you social media. We're at Podcast Movement on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And remember... Tickets are on sale now for Podcast Movement 2020 in Dallas and Podcast Movement Evolutions coming to Los Angeles in February. All interviews and sessions for this show were recorded at PM19 in Orlando. Podcast Movement is the must-attend event of the year for podcasters big and small. Meet like-minded creators. Check out the latest trends in content and tech speak with some of the biggest companies in the space, and maybe even record a podcast episode or two for yourself. Find all the information you need, podcastmovement.com. Until next time, I'm Ted Woods. Connect with me on Twitter at Ted D. Woods or on Instagram at Ted Woods. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Podcast Movement Sessions. We'll see you next week.